0: Okay, so today we're talking about following Christ, and on following Christ as our model. <laughs> <laughs> but first, we're naturally asked the question, why?
1: Why? Why follow Christ? That's why I've been trying to wonder. Rose for Christ, burning the way, living the gospel every day. We're just striving to practice dying, the greatest adventure. Disciples
0: on a mission. Hello and welcome to the Disciple on a Mission podcast. This is a conversation between me and my brother. We're both <laughs> bros for Christ. And uh, in this episode, we talk a little bit about who Jesus is and uh, briefly on our encounters with him calling us out to come follow him. Hopefully you enjoy this episode. Why follow Christ and why is he a good model in the first place? Why try and imitate him?
1: We need to start with the first one.
0: Why follow Christ?
1: Yeah. What's well, the same? No, because yeah. other ones don't matter if it's. Yeah,
0: why imitate? Well, imitate's kind of like following. Him.
1: It starts with a root question. Then <laughs> yeah. the others are fluff if you don't start from the root. Okay. And the root. Why? <laughs> follow
0: Christ. Yeah. 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 Why for you? I say I'll start. For me, the, the, it kind of just comes down to, I guess, experiencing the call of Christ. Well, first, okay, even th- this is kind of, a, I, don't, I wouldn't say it's a profession of faith because there's a lot of evidence to it, but there's still, it just, I don't know if it haunts me the right, the right word, but it just still like pulls at me all the time is these two things. One is that none of this and the story of the Bible, the story of Christ's life and all of salvation history is not a mythology. It's not just a story. Like it does, when you hear that, it's just like, ooh, does it? Yeah. Come on. But how do you know that? Okay, there's plenty to prove that. That's like, it's not a mythology. There's like evidence that Christ existed.
1: Yeah. That... I looked it up on Google. <laughs> okay.
0: Okay. You ever done that? I'm I did still... that
1: yesterday. Just Jesus. <laughs> did Jesus really exist? No, just Jesus and you search it. Oh, really? It's like you get good pictures. A man in who lived in Nazareth, born at 4 BC.
0: Should we ask Siri? Hey Siri, who is Jesus?
1: Jesus, also referred to as Jesus of Nazareth or Jesus Christ, is the central figure of Christianity, the world's largest religion. Would you like to hear more? Yes. (laughs) He was a first century Jewish preacher and religious leader. Most Christians believe he is the incarnation of God, the son and the awaited Messiah prophesied in the Hebrew Bible. Virtually all modern scholars of antiquity agree that Jesus existed historically.
0: See, look at that. Virtually all modern scholars of antiquity.
1: So, but he can't be a teacher.
0: I, no, agree that he existed historically. Yeah. I don't know what, 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 well, okay, what this says about who Jesus was, but that means he existed, right? Okay, so that's like just that fact alone changes so much. Because if he existed, then the, when we read the Gospels, we're like... <laughs> back to everything about
1: <laughs> The root question is, okay, that is the root question. If Jesus existed and then you build from that.
0: Okay, so, no, but that's what I mean. Like That's what haunts me. It's like, okay, Jesus existed. He's real. Somebody's knocking at the door.
1: Pause. <laughs> Come in. <laughs> that was a long little break there. They don't know that. Oh, that's right. So don't say. Right that. back to Jesus Christ. It was that he is real. That's the backbone. Fundamental. Yeah. That is the fundamental backbone. No, because,
0: okay, when you s- just think about it. Think, are you thinking? Mm-hmm. You know when you think like, "Okay, it's he is he he is and was real." Well, was is? Was and is?
1: So was and is.
0: Because, okay, wait. If I mean, and this would come down to the accuracy after you believe, okay, he did exist. Then what happened in his life? But when you read the Gospels, he resurrected. So where did he go? Yeah. He didn't die. But he did die. So then the second thing after that he exists is that the faith is not just like an old relic of the past it is something for our present time right now
1: what if faith was in the present literally right now (laughs) what if that would be crazy doesn't that
0: kind of give you like a little bit of shivers when you think like Jesus is present right now when we call upon his name uh, ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no I'm serious yeah. cause like first okay he existed everything and once you come to like a belief that everything in the bible is true and this is the word of God then you start to wonder okay well, who is this Jesus guy you know and okay and then knowing that and then also experiencing it in my own life when I look back on all the different moments when I really was experiencing the call of Christ like him calling me to saying, come follow But actually, just like listening to Brother Isaiah, listening uh, to praise and worship music, just having like even like, Exodus 90, doing those things where you where you commit or just all the Lent's growing up when we do lents and you'd sacrifice and you or you or when I would experience Christ's love through other people. That's like you're saying, even just through mom and dad and just experiencing a loving act where people would sacrifice for me because they just because they love me. Mm-hmm you know, and then it's like it's just really you, I've felt Christ's call within that, I guess, in my own life. And then it's like, it's hard to describe, but it's a moving of the heart where you're just you have a zeal, you have like a passionate love and you you do hear him talking to you and speaking to you through scripture and prayer and but it's ongoing, like it's still just happening. It's weird because I've even though I've read pretty much, well, read the whole Bible, I've read the Gospels multiple times, I still feel like at this point in my life right now, I'm the most curious about who Jesus is. It's like, I feel like I know him the most. I have ever known him just through more prayer and being at uh, the Benedict program and having more like scheduled prayer times, doing daily Mass every day. It's like, I feel like I do know him and have a personal relationship with Jesus. But yeah, I'm the most curious about who he is.
1: Yeah, I that's how I feel, especially at St. Therese. It's like, the more I learn, the less I know. <laughs> I think.
0: Yeah, it's weird. It's like, I, I have done more I've ever done in my faith in terms of prayer and the sacraments. and.
1: But I feel like I'm the I most feel like barely, understanding. I'm just so...
0: I'm like, who is this Jesus guy? Like, I'm still at that point where I'm just so curious about who he is. And I want to read the gospel again. And when you read it, it's like, it's new again. It's all new. That's just weird. Like, a new thing hits you. Yeah. That's like, when people say the word of God is alive. Like, I totally believe that. But then, even during like this Christmas time, with the idea of the incarnation. Okay, well then you say, okay, this Jesus existed. Then who was Jesus? Jesus was God, and God is like, okay, who is God? Well, God is the creator of everything, right? Like when you just walk outside, you be like, God is holding this entire universe, like not just this little small town we're in right now, but this universe is like in existence right now. Mm. And this is Jesus. Jesus is fully God and fully man right? So then it's like, okay, when you go to Mass and you receive them in the Eucharist, it's like, okay, I'm literally receiving God. And then also the idea of the incarnation that, that God would choose to become a human. And like some people break down just the idea of Christianity in such a simple way. They're like, yeah, it totally makes sense to me. Christianity is just, like there's no way anybody would know how to love and like perfectly. And so God said, okay, well, I'll come do it and sent his son and he showed us how to love Hmm. and then we're supposed to model him and he said follow me and that's why he's supposed to be our model because he he lived out love perfectly and we're all supposed to become more like love and to literally be consumed and be love but it's only through God coming down that we're able to for one have a model but also have the grace to do it I think that would be, that sounds correct, right?
1: Theologically like, correct. That's the whole purpose of the incarnation, would you say?
0: Well, I don't want to reduce it to that because I'm not that knowledgeable. <laughs> but I'd say it's definitely a big aspect. Like God comes to, down. To like
1: make it real, I guess? Well,
0: like some of the saints, of the, I think, I forget which church father. It may be Athanasius. but They said God became man so that man, man might become God. 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 Yeah! Yeah. Na, 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 na. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what
1: seems heretical, but really it's not.
0: Yeah, but that's what's cra- like the, the crazy idea of that, of like why would God even do that? Well, because He loves us? Well, why would He love us?
1: <gasps> <laughs> Sinful humans.
0: <laughs> the perennial questions. But this is, when you look read Colossians, this is a cool scripture I thought that tied to this. Uh, Colossians one fifteen. Christ Jesus is the image of the invisible God. So, for one through the incarnation, we have an image of God, right? The firstborn of all creation. <laughs> Not sure what that means, but we'll keep going. Well, I kind of maybe could have an idea. For in him were created all things in heaven and on earth, the visible and the invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers all things were created through him and for Without him, him For him.
1: No, oh, sorry for him. that's John
0: through him <laughs> and for him he is before all things and in him all things hold together so this is just basically like this description of god yeah. and this proclamation that like jesus is god double the best he's holding all things together
1: you know oh uh, yeah that's crazy and then
0: this is from saint Hipp- Hipp- hippolytus priest and martyr I think he's the old saint we know that this manhood was of the same clay as our own. If this were not so, he would hardly have been a teacher who could expect to be
1: imitated. You get that? I wasn't listening. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> ah! So I'm sorry, on. I got the last little bit. Okay.
0: Hey friends, if people do not hear or accept the call to come follow Christ, then I believe they miss out on life's greatest adventure and deepest meaning. Disciple on a Mission creates videos and podcasts to help inspire young people in becoming disciples for Christ in order to be authentic witnesses of his love in the world around them. If you guys would like to support the mission of uh, these videos and podcasts, then I highly encourage you to become an official Patreon member. This will help in uh, me in order to continue making these videos and podcasts. And I'd also really appreciate your prayers. And if you found something valuable out of this episode, just to share it with one friend, just one friend. And if each of you guys shared this with one friend, that could double the listeners uh, for next week and grow exponentially uh, the mission in trying to proclaim Christ's love to the world. Okay, well, thanks so much for listening and I'll get back to the episode. He said, "We know that the, his manhood was of the same clay as our own. If this were not so, he would have hardly been a teacher who could expect to be imitated
1: hmm. just, Okay, like literally if you if we just had like in the Old Testament days, they would they, like, they couldn't imitate God. it was more so it was strictly worship.
0: yeah. Like, I
1: see. There was no, like, how do you imitate God? He's just like you. Can, the only thing you can do is worship him. But through the incarnation, now we can actually not only worship him, but literally follow in his exact footsteps and imitate him. Yeah. Which makes it like super attainable. Not yeah. saying it's easy, but like because
0: because this is what he said. What did I say? That? If if this were not so, he would have hardly been a teacher who could expect to be imitated. Yeah. I said that. What did I read that far? Uh, I forget. <laughs> no, I, yeah, you think you did. <laughs> okay, okay. If he were, if you were of a different substance from me he would surely not have ordered me to do as he did when by my very nature I am so weak such a demand cannot be reconciled with his goodness and justice
1: yeah I mean it's it's out of his goodness that that the incarnation happened
0: well and that's the thing like the fact that God is fully man or Christ is fully man and fully God is it's like yes we can fully we can imitate him now because he's come down in the incarnation Mm -hmm. but yet he's also we also need his grace
1: which is the divine aspect
0: yeah (laughs) well we can't like what's that scripture where the disciples are like this is impossible and he says yeah but not with my grace but not without god yeah yeah without my grace okay yeah and so that's where it's like okay how do we receive his grace more grace we need more grace
1: more grace. Grace upon grace.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes.
1: So, I got an analogy. Okay. And? <laughs> what's analogy? Trying to put it together again. <clears throat> uh, so,
0: okay, but wait, before you get into the analogy, this is kind of what's crazy with the, like, God, when we talk about him as our model, our Christ, he's not just, like, this nice guy that we're inspired and we're like, oh, I want to be like him. You know, let's follow him. He actually like calls us out. That's a whole different thing. Yeah, you know? Right. It's, that's what is really, I have oh, okay, encountered yeah. is this amazing man. I mean, just on a basic like human level. He did great things, right? But then yeah. when you see or not even just the human level, like also all the miracles he did and how he reached out to those in like the poor are those who were cast aside, excluded in life, and yet he still, I guess he calls me out because it's not just like, even when I've, when I've fallen or in my sin, I make a promise to God and I feel called to do something and I don't or I just fall into my comforts. I I, I don't, I take for granted all the gifts that I've been given and my, my life, other people's lives, and yet he still calls me up.
1: Yeah. And still says, come follow me. It really is a gift.
0: Yeah. And now, go for your analogy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good segue. What did I say? <laughs> oh, no. So, like, Christ calling us, that is like, his gift to us. And we all have a gift wrapped under the tree. Okay. Like, on Christmas Day. We all got that gift. And, as we build our relationship with Christ, and we slowly just dis- start to discover more of this gift and what it is, we're slowly unwrapping it, finding it out. But many are just leaving their gift sitting under the tree; and they're just not not opening it up.
0: That's a fitting thing for Christmas too, because like the gift is the incarnation, the Christ child. Way to
1: spoil the gift. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but actually,
1: but it's even like you know the gift, but you still don't know it, so you're still opening it. It just keeps going, and it just keeps getting more exciting.
0: Yeah. You just go deeper. And it's yeah.
1: not like on Christmas when you start to, you just like, you rip it a little bit and then you know what it is. It's almost like when you open it and then it's a different box, but you still get excited, but it's like, no, that's not the gift. But it's like, oh, and you keep opening. <laughs> you know?
0: Oh, yeah. Was, I think Louis, my cousin, did that for me once. It was like 50 wrappings. It was this big and then it was just this tiny little Oh, bag. I
1: hate those. It took forever. But those, I don't know if that's quite what I'm saying. Because yeah. that just gets frustrating because you never know what it's going to be. You're right. It's almost like, You open it, and it it is the fullness of the gift, but then you just open it again, and it's more fullness. Yeah. And it's just like... But
0: this is the other thing I was thinking about with gifts, to add to this analogy, is that... for me... when a gift is like anonymous... Oh, yeah. It doesn't really mean as much to me. Like, if I don't know who it's from... Like, sometimes the most cheap... the cheapest, just dinky little gift means so much to me because it's from somebody I love.
1: Or it's even like... when it's a gift. That you really—if it's even so small, but it's—it's it's totally personalized. It's thoughtful, yeah, it's personalized. It's personalized and it's thoughtful, and it's from that person, then that just hits home. Yeah, it's all about
0: because it ties to the relationship.
1: Yeah, it's—it's it's ultimately about the relationship, and it shows that they care and they know you.
0: Yeah, or like anonymous notes. Oh boy, <laughs> we've ranted about those before.
1: I don't like anonymous notes because it's just like, who's this from? <laughs> but
0: uh, but the other thing too is like, that's how I see. I think the the greatest gift is the gift of life, right? Mm -hmm. We really like evaluate what we value. And when people in our life die or leave, it's like you realize how precious a life is, right? But I think our culture is definitely at a point where we don't really value life that much because it can seem impersonal, right?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: But when we know... Who the person who has given us this life and continues to give life, like the very fact that I even can breathe right now is because God is holding us in existence out of love,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? And that's that's a gift from somebody that I have a relationship with. When it's just you don't know, it's just kind of impersonal. And that's when like it, our culture just definitely doesn't seem to value the gift of life. I mean, they don't with see suicide, like a, they don't see the easy, value or the purpose, either. euthanasia with abortion. It's like it's not personal,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's just kind of like, yeah, I'm alive.
1: Well, if you don't believe, like, there is a purpose and there is a God, then like, I can totally see that. Yeah. Which is sad.
0: So we're just going to keep unraveling the gift. Just keep unwrapping, it. And the gift is, spoiler, spoiler
1: alert, Christ himself. Jesus Christ. Jesus of Nazareth, <laughs> as Siri said, also known as.
0: It's such a good Christmas analogy because you got, like, the gift under the tree and then you open and you're like, oh, it's a
1: baby. But then it's also... <laughs> God. <laughs> no. Um... Lost it? (laughs) Gone. No, no, I got it. Um, Even those who do unwrap the gift, many have the gift, but then they just, they see what the gift is and they just leave it there, which is even almost more sad because they've unwrapped it and they've they've seen what the gift is, but then they just leave it there.
0: You even experience it and then you just...
1: Like, there's nothing, like, it's the worst, it's the worst feeling when you see someone get a gift and they open it up and they just leave it there and they don't do anything with it and they don't feel like it's, they don't feel blessed by it.
0: I think that's where, like, I mean, I've, been probably at that like for moments in my life where
1: i'm it's like just closed off what
0: does this mean i like, could get the gift and you're like what does this actually mean for me or even like, when, what is the gift
1: oh uh, like you get a gift when without context you're just like this is the worst gift but <laughs> then the moment you get the concept and you start to realize what the gift is for then you start to understand actually the value and the meaning behind the gift yeah like you could get like a pair of keys and you're like Without the context, you're just saying these are just keys. Oh, that's good. What is that it? is really good, because you get a key. But then you're... To, let, to me, let me explain. Keep going. Okay, keep going. So you, you know where I'm going, but... I think, yeah. So you get a key, and you're just confused, because you're like, this is just a key. It doesn't mean, like, it's just literally a piece of metal. What does this mean? But because of context, you, you know, whoa... These are my these are my new car keys.
0: No, I was going to say house. Okay, peace well. to the kingdom, man. Oh. And Jesus is No, the I was going to the st- ki- yeah,
1: Whoa, let me take my analogy. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh. And you get these car keys. Okay. And you go outside and there's your brand new car, right? Ooh, okay. But then you get in your car. No,
0: then it's a bus. And You're like, "Why is it a bus? I'm only one person."
1: Oh, okay. Let's change it. Keep going. So then you get a bus, right? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, "Mom, why did I get why did I get a bus?" But then you realize,
0: <laughs> "Mom, exactly, the gift came from your mom."
1: Like, like, yeah.
0: Yeah! Oh, yeah! <laughs> Mom and Dad. This is just getting better. Okay, yeah.
1: Okay, well, so you get a bus and you're like, well, that's sweet, like, it's worth a lot of money, but, like, why a bus? But then you realize, this gift isn't just for me. I'm supposed to take everyone with me.
0: okay. And where am I going? Yeah.
1: The church. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go pray.
0: <laughs>
1: no, no, you're going to school, man. You're gonna learn, and you're gonna take as many with you, and when you learn... What's the end goal? Where's the bus going? Well, you're just gonna stop at the school, and you're gonna learn. We're no, going to learn all together.
0: I, I was thinking like the bus is going to eternity. Oh, you know what? Let's close off the analogy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, like Jesus is the key. Forget all that. You get some keys. And he's the way. And so he is the way. And you get a house and he's the keys to the kingdom. the castle.
0: No, the bus is good. Okay. But then it's, he's, the bus is the way. To, it goes in the path. Jesus takes us because he like, he is. He's the driver. Yeah.
1: Because he gave you the keys. Yeah. But he's letting you drive. No, he's driving.
0: Okay, he, I think people would get what we're doing. Okay, we're going to stop.
1: You know, <laughs> Anyways, this is minutes. the way, and
0: we're going to keep talking about it in these podcasts, and it's uh, the next one we're going to be talking about having a humble opinion of oneself.
1: And we are not going to skip it. Neither are you. No. Stay tuned.
0: <laughs> okay, well, thanks so much for listening. Continue to glorify God with your life, and peace, peace be with you. Peace be with
1: you and with your spirit. <laughs> now offer each other a sign of peace. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> We <laughs> handshake <laughs> to the audio. Okay, are. see you guys. Peace. Post for Christ, burning the way, living the gospel every day. We're just striving to practice dying. The greatest adventure, disciples on a mission.